Hi guys, I'm Matt Harris, host of the HMO Experience Property Podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be chatting with my co-host, Jamie Medill, as we tackle one of the main challenges that you guys in the HMO Experience community face when starting out with your property investing journey. And that is a lack of knowledge. Now, before we jump into the episode, I'm going to hand you over to Jamie, who's got a few words to say about an opportunity that you can take advantage of today, which will help kickstart your HMO experience. Jamie, over to you. Hi, guys. This is Jamie Medill, the co-host of the HMO Experience podcast. This episode is sponsored by The Property Money Machine, our own online training program to help anybody get job-replacing income with rent to HMO, or some people call it rent to rent. The online training gives you everything you need to get results fast. Why am I so confident about that? It's because it teaches you the exact steps that we took to build our own rent to HMO business. In fact, the property money machine is based on our seven years of knowledge and experience doing this exact same strategy. So I know it's going to work for you. You don't need any prior HMO knowledge. You certainly don't need much time or money to get started in this strategy. You get a 14-day money-back guarantee, so you can test it out first. But I know you're going to absolutely love it. We're offering our HMO Experience podcast listeners some amazing bonuses right now and the best offer we've ever given. Simply follow the link now to get access to the training immediately. Thank you for investing in yourself and in the program. Hi guys, I'm Matt Harris. Welcome to the HMO Experience Property Podcast. We are on episode 42 and I'm here with Jamie. Say hello, Jamie. Hi guys, good to have you here. Amazing. Um, we are going to be covering off um, lack of knowledge in getting started on your uh, property investment journey. So whether you're looking to um, buy HMOs or start with uh, rent HMOs, um, we're going to be having a little bit of a conversation around um, uh, some, well, very few hurdles you need to overcome, but also where you can find resources um, which will help to build up your knowledge um, and help you determine which um, which strategy or which route to um, uh, to getting into uh, property investing or investing in HMOs you decide to take on. Um we also have um, some useful resources for you to refer to, um, and we will make sure that those uh, the links to those resources, i.e. the 11 steps for um, starting a successful um, HMO property business, also um, where you can find um, funding and finance uh, and um, determining your goldmine area. So all those kind of resources will help build up your knowledge um, and help you decide um, which strategy you decide to uh, pursue. But um, after that rather garbled introduction, I'm going to pass you over to the more level-headed Jamie, who's going to give you a little bit more structure to the episode <laughs> than I've just like chucked together. So, Jamie, well, over well, to who you. Knows, Matt? <laughs> That might happen or it might not. I might be able to do that. I don't know. know. Quite sure. We'll see it's how it goes. early. I'm see on my second cup of coffee. Clearly, the caffeine <laughs> hasn't kicked in just yet, but it's fine. Uh, okay, cool. So, um, great to have you guys here. Thank you for watching this on our YouTube channel, but also subscribing to the podcast. So, for those of you listening, um, as Matt said, this is all about how to overcome a lack of potential knowledge so you can make an informed decision uh, to create the outcomes that you want from HMOs. So, as Matt said, got two real options. The first option for you is to 
find a strategy within HMOs to make job replacing income. And if you want to do that quickly and fast, the natural next step for you is to learn how to use the rent to HMO strategy. That's where, of course, as you well know, by listening to this podcast episode and, and previous episodes we've recorded, the rent to HMO strategy is for those who want to get job replacing income fast, who are not looking to buy property themselves, uh, but actually looking to control other people's HMOs and making good profit that way. Alternatively, if your end goal is to buy properties to not only generate income now, here and now, but also to build your long-term wealth and property, that, of course, is when you're buying the property to do up as an HMO. You're owning the asset as well. And as Matt said, we're going to be giving you some additional resources to look at how you can find funding for those of you who are looking to buy properties to then convert to HMO. So that's the first step. The first step is to decide what your outcome is. Do you need job replacing income here and now? If so, how much is that money that you need each month? What do you need to either go towards replacing or fully replacing your job income? Mm. What's your monthly figure? Write that down. If, on the other hand, you're looking to have a slightly more long-term buy and hold strategy, then again, identify that, write that down, look at the number that you want, either you know a number of properties or the wealth of that portfolio. I shared a couple of episodes ago how one of my previous uh, mentees is an amazing woman called Jackie Tomes. Mm. Jackie started off but having a very clear goal. And the goal for her was to build up a portfolio of plus one million pounds worth of assets that she could grow to look after herself and her family for the long term. And on the back of using some of the tips that we recommended and shared with you on episodes, um, I think it's episode 40, about how to market and promote yourself, mm. Jackie simply had that goal in mind. She had the strategy. She learned how to implement that. And she's now got 5.8 million pounds worth of property portfolio using little or none of her own money. So it's about being very clear when you start out, Matt, what yeah. you want to achieve and therefore identifying which of the two paths you want to go down. Does, does yeah. that help? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think um, uh, for me, the, the path was very clear. I, um, you know, when I started a couple of years ago, <laughs> um, my cleaning business wasn't doing fantastically well. Um, so I thought uh, I need to find um, another um, another stream of income. So rent HMO kind of made sense for me at that time. Um, mm. And it's great. You know, obviously, it's a great strategy. It does work. Um, uh, I think um, there's going to be a progression for me, certainly, to go from sort of the rent to rent to actually buying and developing. Um, so that's, yeah. you know, something I'm looking forward to. But I think... Um, yeah, the decision for me was was made um, quite easily. Um, when you start out, Jamie, what, how, going through this sort of process, like what, what was your initial um, objective and has that changed? Like, did you, have you changed your strategy or your approach slightly as time has gone on? Yeah, great question. So yeah, we have changed. And like you, I had an immediate need and the immediate need was to create job replacing income. Mm. I had a corporate job and I was looking to get that uh, replaced as quickly as possible. I didn't have a huge amount of time. I had loads of enthusiasm. I'd, I'd, I'd learned the knowledge, and we're going to be talking about that later in this episode about how you can get the knowledge as well. Mm. But the key goal for me was to get job replacing income. So I had to do a cash flow generating strategy. And yeah. for me, it was rent to HMO. Was that what I wanted to do initially? No, it wasn't. I wanted to go and buy, but I didn't have the yeah. resources or the cash to go and buy. <laughs> yeah. So I had to then start off with the immediate short-term goal, which was I need cash, I need to get an income, and mm. I want a recurring income stream. And that's where the rent to HMO side was perfect for that. 
Yeah. You get paid every single month as you get more and more properties and you've got nice certainty of income over the you know, medium to long term. So yeah, that's how it started. Has it changed over time? It definitely has. Mm. So on the back of um, learning this strategy, the rent to HMO strategy first and, and, and replacing my job income in the same way that Steve, who's obviously not here today. Yeah. Hi, Steve. Hope you're well. Hi, Steve. Uh, Steve did the same strategy to try and replace job, uh, his job income. We obviously learned from experience how to set up and find good quality houses to run them as HMOs, even though we weren't buying them and owning them at that stage. Mm. And then simply sharing some of the uh, examples of what we've done and how we've done it, we then uh, were able to attract finance using other people's money to then go mm. and buy properties okay. to convert to HMOs. Nice. So we've done a lot, a lot of those as well, both for ourselves and for clients. Yeah. And it's always adapting and changing that. So we've got great income stream from rent to HMO. Mm. That's now been leveraged and outsourced so that I don't get involved day to day, but I still get the benefit of the income coming through, which is cool. Yeah. We then pivoted away to go and buy properties. So we're raising money to go and buy more houses. So it's the long-term buy, develop, and obviously hold strategy with yeah. HMOs, which is cool. But even now, we're adapting and developing slightly new areas. So we are really keen, um, and it'll happen at some stage shortly, to go and do bigger developments, mm. you know, bigger projects, maybe the more co-living spaces where yeah. you're sharing elements of uh, working and living in bigger development blocks. So yeah, we're looking at that. So we're also looking at other things too. But it's and in essence, it's using HMOs at the core of everything that we do. Yeah. So uh, that's um, that's a great timeline i think um so when you identified obviously you know what um you wanted to um uh, get immediately i.e cash flow um how did you then go about uh finding out you know what was the right strategy for you finding out more about that strategy like um you know was it books was it videos was it courses what what was your chosen method of so developing your knowledge further, um, yeah, and you know, giving them the confidence to go, okay, you know what, this is the right decision for me. This is what I'm going to go with. Yeah, I, I guess like like many people, I, I went to the power of YouTube first of all. Yeah, <laughs> you know, YouTube is an amazing resource. Um, I wanted some free stuff. I wanted to find out a bit more about uh, HMOs first of all, and uh, before committing to spending money to really cement my education and knowledge in that strategy. I wanted to find out a bit more about it. So I, I literally went up to YouTube and just typed in, you know, rent to rent or HMO or rent to HMO. <laughs> um, and I literally started getting a whole bunch of videos from people, some better than others. Uh, but again, it gave me that sort of foundational knowledge. It wasn't enough detail or necessarily accurate enough to go and do anything with, yeah. but it gave me a grounding. There really weren't any HMO books around at that time. In fact, there aren't that many now, but... Uh, mm. But, but Matt, that might be changing shortly. Oh, that no. Now, so. <laughs> Maybe that's another conversation for another time. But, um, but yeah, I, I got the free resources first. That's the first thing. Sure. And then once I realized that this was definitely going to be a strategy that could help me get my, you know, uh, replace my job income relatively quickly once I learned how, I then I paid for some training on that. Yeah. What right. did you do when you set up and started? Um, pretty similar to be honest. I, I, um, I, um, I did a bit of research on Google. Um, I actually, I didn't use YouTube. I didn't really look at um, videos. I went on Google. I ordered, um, a, cu a couple of books, like which, whichever books I could find more generally around like property investing rather mm. than, you know, rent to rent specifically or rent HMO. 
Um, I did do, uh, I went on a couple of um, sort of half day taster courses um, and they were pretty good. Uh, and then I, from there, I kind of thought, yeah, this is what, you know, this is what I'm going to do. So rather than continually reading about it, let me just do it and figure it out. And then, you know, as and when I, I need the help, um, then I'll, I'll go and find it. So uh, once I got started, I mean, I, I did all of my research in um, a pretty short space of time. I think I decided sort of mid-March 2018, um, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Let me find out more about it. By the end of March, I'd, you know, I'd read whatever books I needed to read. I'd looked at a few blog posts. I'd done all my goldmine um, area research. I'd already got a list of agents together and got my right move stuff set up. And then I was just like, well, let's just do it and see what happens. Um, I think towards the end of April, I went to uh, uh, multiple streams at Progressive. Then um, uh, from there, I think I did the, the rent-to-rent course and the commercial-to-resi development because for me, it kind of went, it was a nice little progression from you know a cash flow strategy to uh, a development sort of buy and hold and you know looking at bigger project uh, strategy which is ultimately what the objective is uh, for me you know co-living co-working those types of units yeah. really really interested in doing that sort of stuff uh, building a brand around it and all that kind of thing um, but yeah and then VIP and mentoring um, you know working with um, you and Steve and that's that's how Gradually, it's all sort of built up and learning along the way, right? You kind of, you make a few mistakes, um, still make mistakes, plenty of them daily, um, and learn from them. And, you know, every step of the way, it is, it's just adding to, you know, what you know. Um, So that's how, that's how I got started, really. Um, And like you say, there's, now I think there's, there's a bunch of resources available, right? Um, mm. funnily enough, I was reading, uh, the, so I get the magazine from the NRLA and they had an article in there about rent to rent, um, which kind okay. of shows you how, how, um, much the strat, how renowned the strategy is now for, you know, the NRLA to have two page article on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, I think now, like you say, now there's plenty more resources out there. Um, obviously yeah. the HMO experience podcast is one. Clearly, you're listening. Thank you very much. And I want one of those t-shirts, by the way. Yeah, we're going to get a t-shirt. Matt's wearing a branded t-shirt, and I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, But yeah, there is, you know, there's um, uh, there's that. Obviously, the networking events we mentioned in episode 40, how um, important networking is, and PPN St. Pancras is, you know, specifically focused around, you know, HMO, uh, co-living, rent to rent so it's worthwhile um coming along third wednesday of every month um let's plug matt well done thank you thank you thank you (laughs) um one one thing just come back to something you mentioned before yeah yeah. so you 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 got um you got a whole bunch of uh sort of free resources and information you got your knowledge up there like i did too yeah and then you got to a stage you you did some uh did some training we got to the stage we thought right that's it i'm gonna go yeah i've got to go and do it i'm gonna actually get started now Yeah, yeah so what was for you? What was your experience between what you'd learnt and then what you actually experienced when you're actually trying to do it on the ground in North London? What was the difference, if there was any at all? Um, so, good question. I think the difference. 
the difference was was this. Um, a lot of the time, you know, I what I was reading and the resources that were saying that were what the resources were telling me was, oh, it's quite easy. You know, you speak to an agent or you send out a couple of letters to the landlord and they'll come back to you and it will just happen like that. The reality on the ground is it, it wasn't <laughs> anywhere near like that. It, you know, it, it required quite a lot of, um, you know, a lot of phone calls, um, even to try and get a viewing sorted out, mm. um, you know, was quite, uh, was a, a challenge. Um, and I think um, what I also found was that quite a lot of uh, the resources that were available would tell you how to uh, get started and, and, you know, get to the point where you probably get your first property. But then actually the the sort of ongoing management after that, it wasn't, you don't really get very much information about that. No, there's um, not much out know, there, is there, even now? Yeah, not very much at all. You know, obviously we've tried to um, give as much information as we can in the podcast and from our own experiences. But I think, you know, getting to the point of getting that property, yeah, there's plenty out there. Rent to rent, yeah, it's all really good and, you know, super easy to execute on and all that kind of stuff, which wasn't quite right. Um, but then once you've got the property, you know, checking in your tenants, managing your tenants or your housemates, you know, managing the property itself, yeah, landlord relationships, what happens when things go wrong, you know, business yeah. processes and systems and all that kind of stuff. There's very little information around that out there. Um, you know, I was fortunate because, you know, I already had an existing business. So in terms of, you know, systemizing and processing and knowing what mm. happens afterwards, I already had an idea and I was quite comfortable in terms of doing that. Um, but I think that that is where there's, um, there's probably a, a quite a big gap uh, yeah. in terms of, you know, free knowledge, I guess. Um, you know, some of it we're, we're trying to satisfy with the podcast and, and inevitably, you know, um, we've shared our own experiences and, and going forward, you know, there'll be guests that will come on to share their own experiences and that kind of thing, which will hone in on uh, specific points. But I think, yeah, I think that's, that's the big difference. Um, it's, it's funny. I, I agree with you. When, when I started, um, again, Steve and I thought we'd like divide and conquer. So in 2013, when we started working together, Steve did a one-day training from one provider on all things rent-to-rent or rent-to-HMO. Yeah. And I did another one-day training with another provider. And the the, the sort of theory um, was great in practice. It was easy to learn in the classroom on both mm. those events. And they were good events, don't get me wrong, but they were very theoretical. Yeah. And like you, we found that reality on the ground when, <laughs> you know, with our newfound knowledge, trying to implement that in Bedford where we started at the beginning of 2014 properly. Uh, it was very, very different. Yeah. So one of the training courses, ironically, said, don't bother going to um, going to agents. Uh, don't quote me on this, apart from saying, in effect, they're all a bunch of bloody scumbags. Why would you bother? Yeah. A nightmare. Um, and yet, our personal experience, and again, we've been very open about this, is I think agents are your best friends, your best Absolutely. resource to go and find the majority of property. <laughs> Absolutely. But that wasn't what the theory uh, told us. Yeah. Another, the other training course said, um, you know, only go to agents and don't bother going to landlords. They're a nightmare. Why do we deal with landlords? And again, we found both work. So I think with a massive pinch of salt, get your training. 
Get yeah. the theoretical training, but definitely find providers if there are out there, which are sharing the reality behind it, the pros and cons of everything you do. Yeah. Everything comes at a cost. So if it's a marketing cost, there's, there'll be some good bits, but also some downsides to that. Mm. Um, if you're going to agents directly, there's a good bit and a bad bit to that. So, you know, just be aware of the reality behind it. And yeah. so many of the theories that, that Steve and I learned, and again, we talk about this day, Matt, we talked about the, uh, the theory, which is if you've got, um, what is it? If you're looking at supply and demand of rooms, I know we've done this on a previous podcast episode. Yeah. But the theory I was told is HMOs don't work. doesn't matter if you're doing <laughs> rent to HMO or buying in yeah. an area which at least, if it doesn't have at least twice as many people looking than rooms available. And we know that's absolute rubbish. Every area is different. In our area of Bedford, I don't think we've ever had double the number of people looking versus rooms available. Oh, wow. And yet we've got a multi-six-figure rent-to-HMO business and have done since 2014. So, yeah. you know, you've got to be very clear. The theory is very different than the reality on the ground. Yeah, for sure. And um, that's not to say that it, it isn't worthwhile, you know, learning about the theory because you, you kind of, you need to. Um, you you need know, to especially know, yeah. if you're just starting out. But I think... You, like you say, take it with a pinch of salt. And when you start applying it, obviously you, you'll build up your own experience as to, you know, which, which bits of that theory can be implemented uh, in practice and which can probably be discounted um, a little bit. Um, yeah. So, yeah. for example, Matt, yeah, sorry yeah. to jump in. No, I, no. Just, I just want to say, so for example, if someone tells you it's all sweetness and light and never goes wrong, <laughs> uh, you know, definitely... Definitely take that sort of learning yeah. or that training with a pinch of salt. Yeah. If someone says they never have voids, eh, yeah. you, know, like, you, you want to question that a bit further. The reality is um, everybody has an empty room or two at one stage or another. For so sure. just use a, a huge amount of common sense here. Yeah. The reality with any property business, whether you're buying or doing rent-to-HMO managing, is that there are good bits and bad bits. The reality is it's never going to be plain sailing. but as you said, Matt, invest in your education to know the understanding, you know, foundational knowledge, and then surround yourself with people who are doing it too so you can get help and support. Because yeah, yeah. a lot of people do this really, really well, and you were a perfect example of that. From a standing start 18 months ago or so, you've yeah. now got a great business. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and there are countless people who do this really, really well. Yeah, it works. I, I think, um, so just, I guess, bringing it back to... Um, Building up your knowledge. If you're, if you're, you know, going from a standing start, zero experience. Um, uh, obviously, we're going to champion the HMO Experience Property Podcast because clearly that's what we're about. Um, you know, it's a great free resource. Um, PPN St Pancras, as I mentioned, which is um, you know HMO co living and rental rent sort of focused uh, monthly networking event. Um, in addition. Uh, obviously, uh, probably a little bit premature right now, but there is going to be um, an additional publication that is going to be coming out very soon. Which is that? Will- <laughs> <laughs> uh, there should be. <laughs> I do feel sorry for anyone, anyone who listens to our podcast and, and subscribes. I do apologize. My sense of humor is so appalling. But yeah, take the mick out of ourselves a lot. But yeah, yeah, we've, um, we're, we're trying to plug the gap. But as, as Matt said, um, 
the, the key thing between Matt, myself, and Steve is we try and provide, and always have done, the reality behind the HMO mm. strategies, irrespective of what your goal is, which strategy you go down, whether it's the buying, developing, and holding, or it's the rent-to-HMO. We want to give you the reality, and we've never shied away from that. So, as Matt said, without Matt, Steve and I wouldn't have been involved with the HMO Experience podcast, and we've been very clear all the way through. And if you haven't, if this is the first episode you've listened to, uh, I definitely recommend you go back and check out the others. Uh, there's quite a few of them because yeah. we are sharing every single episode the reality behind these strategies uh, from our personal experiences. Yeah. So the podcast is there to help you. Um, again, the great irony, and I know we've, we've gone through a, a tough time. Whenever you're listening or watching this podcast, um, we can't get away from the fact that COVID-19 and the lockdown has had a massive impact yeah. on physical networking events. But you and I and Steve have run PPN St. Pancras uh, every single month uh, uh, virtually so yeah. that we're still connecting with our community, sharing knowledge, experience, answering, answering questions and having great quality speakers. So if you can go to a local HMO specific network event, definitely go ahead and do that or find one online. And if it's, if it's ours, then we'd love to see you there. So yeah, we, we, we never shy away from sharing the reality behind these strategies because I think that's just as important than telling everyone, oh, this is perfect, great we're is. great, yeah. it'll never go wrong. You know, again, take that with a pinch of salt. We, we yeah, for sure. So there are, um, there are, you know, uh, a few options in terms of um, free resources. As I mentioned, as part of my journey, like once I kind of free and low-cost resources, once I kind of um, uh, exhausted those, you know, it was time to... Um, uh, you know, have some training or, or go on to um, a training program where uh, I could mix with other people who are on the same journey and also those who are further yeah. down the line, right, to get uh, the benefit of, um, of their experience, um, which I found massively useful um, because, you know, learning from people that have done it already with specific questions or specific issues which um you know you might come across as as you develop your knowledge and as you're doing things on the ground um that's super useful to you know provide guidance uh, and stop you from making um it won't stop you from making mistakes but it'll stop you from or it'll help mitigate making you making the big mistakes which yeah. you know other people have have um have made before um, so I did find that it, it was definitely worthwhile investing uh, investing some money in, into my education. Um, you know, there's plenty of courses out there. Um, uh, and, you know, as I mentioned, I, I was on the, um, uh, on the progressive conveyor belt for a little while. Um, but it was, it was worthwhile. Um, because it, it is, you know, it's just a great opportunity to learn. Um, I know obviously, um, we started work together. Um, there's also, um, some amazing resources that, you know, the, as a collective there's available outside of the podcast. So, um, do you want to share a little bit around that, uh, Jamie, sure. to, if people are looking to, you know, um, advance their education? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So again, there are plenty of others that do this, but if you like what we do and how we do it, then we would love to work with you and help you in some way, shape or form outside of 
either this podcast or indeed PPN St. Pancras. So we do two main training courses, actual training courses, but again, showing the reality behind everything you need to know with both rent-to-HMO or indeed buying HMOs. If I look at rent-to-HMO first, we have uh, and many of you on this podcast have already done this training. So, I mean, get some amazing feedback. So thank you for that. Uh, we've created um, the property money machine or the PMM. And the property money machine is our term, uh, our training term for our rent to HMO trading product, which is, again, based on the experience that Steve and I have had actually doing this um, strategy uh, and how we've uh, built up that business. Uh, so it's now multi-six figures. Um and how, how you guys can do it too. So if you're interested, again, we'll put some links in the show notes on that too. It's an online training course. So you, the benefit of that to you is you can obviously learn it in your own time. Uh, and we have a support group also on Facebook to answer your questions as you go through the training. You also get all the documents that you need that we use in our own business to this day. So it takes out the, you know, the, the uncertainty about what to do, how to do it. You're learning on that course, the what and the how of getting your rent to HMO business up and running. In addition to that, we have a two-day uh, HMO training course, which is all about how to find, uh, then fund, then fill, and then grow your HMO property uh, business. And this is typically where you're looking to buy properties to convert to HMOs and develop. So that's the buy and the hold strategy to build your long-term wealth too. So again, it's all based on our personal experiences and what we do and how we've done it. So you get the theory, but you also have that element of practical, real-life experience. So again, if you're interested in that, again, connect with us. We'll be more than happy to help. So there's lots of resources out there. And uh, the reason why we do this is because we want to share not only what we've been able to benefit from, which is you know, job-replacing income, life-changing mm. sort of property wealth, um, but so other people can do it too. Because there's a huge demand um, to get the results. And we talked about what result you need right at the beginning of this podcast episode. Yeah. Once you've identified what the short-term, medium, and long-term goal is or results that you need for yourself, then there's ways that we can help you do that. Ask can other people, but uh, we've got uh, those resources for you to use as well. Nice. Yeah, cool. So I think, you know, if um, at the outset of this episode, you're a little, little bit uncertain about um, you know, where to look or what um, resources are available to you right now. Hopefully, we've clarified some of those. Um, as always, we will um, include details in the, um, in the show notes. If you head over to the HMO Experience um, uh, website, there's um, a bunch of free resources that you can download right now, which will help you um, on your journey. Um, in addition, obviously, the podcast is, is um, a great resource, as Jamie mentioned. Um, if you um, listen to previous episodes, we go through everything from, you know, starting from zero, like day one to setting up and, um, you know, filling your property and managing it and all that kind of stuff. So um, massively uh, useful to have. Um, is there anything you feel that we've missed um, in this episode, Jamie, which you haven't spoken about yet in terms of um, if you have a lack of knowledge, what other avenues you could go down, what else you can look at, that sort of thing? Sure. Yeah, one key thing I wanted to share with people, again, you touched on it earlier, Matt, which is mm. um, there's lots of information about how to find properties, irrespective of whether you're doing the rent-to-HMO strategy or the buying strategy. Um, and there's lots of training about how to, again, get those properties ready to rent out to generate income, for example. Mm. But there's a real lack of information out there about how to build a sustainable business around mm. those two strategies. 
again, we're going to be uh, sharing with you some things that we can help you with as a business going forward. But in essence, the buying or the securing of a deal, a property that suits you, is easy. Mm. As you rightly identified, <laughs> it's the how do you make money from that? How do you make sustainable money on that? How do you build and scale that business, um, whether it's rent to HMO or buying, so that you can build long-term wealth and income from those strategies? What are the realities about running and scaling that business so you can actually get other people to help you to run it so you can get your time back? Mm. There is a there is a, a real um, misunderstanding out there that this is all quite straightforward and the, and the mm. finding the properties is the difficult bit. It's not. That's the easy yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. The challenge yeah. and the skill for all of you, for those of you who want to build long-term either job-replacing income or long-term property wealth, is making those assets, your HMOs, mm. pay you handsomely for the long term. And how do you do that in a way so they're being looked after well? So you don't have to do the work or much work to go and you know maintain those. That is the key. Um, because as I said, the buy bit or securing bit is the easy bit. Yeah. So uh, I think, again, it's really important you surround yourself with people who can help you. And once you've got the property or your first property or your next property, help surround yourself with people like a little power team or maybe a mastermind mm. to help you literally go through the realities of running uh, the business, uh, creating your systems so you can get yourself out of that business. Uh, I've just come off a call with a, a new client of ours who um, all she wants is the passive income bit. Mm. And I've had to explain that <laughs> the what and the how, the knowledge yeah. is all there. We can help you with that bit. Yeah, yeah. The only way to get true passive income is if you remove yourself yeah. out of the day-to-day running of your HMO business. And yeah. you can do that by surrounding yourself with people who know what they're doing, who have been doing it for a long time, mm. and also creating systems to help you have that control without actually being on the ground. And yeah, that's one thing sure. that I think masterminds can certainly help you with. If anybody uh, listening to this or watching this podcast resonates with that or needs mm. that element of support, again, Matt, you, myself, and Steve can help uh, people with that. And there's opportunities there. So going forward, so just keep in touch. We're here to help and support you, whichever level of help and support you need from us. Yeah, nice. That's a nice little, uh, nice ending there, Jamie. Good. So <laughs> cool. Um, I think we've um, uh, we've covered quite a bit. Um, in this episode, if you um, feel that you have uh, a lack of knowledge, obviously we'll include the links to all the bits that we, we've mentioned from uh, PPMs and Pancras. Obviously, if you're watching it on YouTube, um, you know, subscribing to the podcast. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, head over to YouTube. Um, the um, uh, the masterminds and the training that Jamie has mentioned as well. If you're interested in in those to help and um, develop your knowledge or find the suitable support to help you along the journey and that's all there as well and so uh, and also the hmo experience website where there's um a bunch of free resources that you can head over and download right now so i think um all that being said jamie it's quite a nice little point to bring this episode to a close unless you have a jamie's last comment JLC. Uh, no, bring... that was it. Oh, that was I it. Did, I did it. I did it. I, I need to do it. I need to. I need to bring it in earlier. <laughs> but hey, guys, look. Nothing else to say. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, look, guys, thank you very much um, for listening to this episode. We hope you found it useful. Um, please make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you rate, um, like, and share as well. If someone else uh, you think about will find this useful. 
Um, but for now, it is going to be goodbye from Jamie. Goodbye, guys. See you next week. And it's goodbye from me. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Whoa.